Welcome back, guys, to another Rapid Head Round episode. This is my host. I'm already messed up. You thought you could do it? Oh, <laughs> shit. Should I, should I try again? Yeah. Try again. Okay. Welcome back, guys, to an episode of Wrap Your Head Around This. I'm your host, JBS. And before we get into this, make sure to smash that like and subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. God damn it. I can't, I can't do this. I think, you know what? I think they get the picture. Yeah. Um, and also, before you guys forget, new merch down below at my shop at ryhat.squarespace.org. Uh, uh, we're selling, you know, a, a, a couple of white shirts for about a hundred dollars. I try to get them super cheap for you guys because, you know, I want the best for my fans. Um, so make sure to cop those hundred dollar <laughs> white shirts. Um, and uh, yeah, look at the description below. <laughs> Wait, I was about to be so hyped that we have shirts. <laughs> one day, so one cool. day we will have shirts. <laughs> yeah, sorry to lie to you, to your face. Damn, my mind really takes off. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I need a, I, I need maybe need a cooler like kind of like graphic logo for my shirt because my or like the, the icon is more of like vibe. Um, yeah, but, you know, I, yeah. I I feel like it would be a move if we had like plain white shirts and then like rye hat and like really tiny letters. Oh, so, like, like in the top to the corner. point where you can't see it. So, yeah, so yeah, you don't. I, I love shirts logo. like that. Yeah, <laughs> and then we get a black one, like, except the yeah. letters will be in white. Yeah, 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 yeah. The exactly. contrast down and then we can do like a blue one too you know like, <laughs> we can we can diversify all right all right we can talk about merch at another you know, time. also we definitely need face masks too because face masks oh, are just in right now I uh, yeah that. for some reason yeah. masks are in i don't know why yeah i don't, I don't, I don't really know why it's kind of i don't really get it but, i don't you know. know why everyone's wearing masks but yeah whatever. it's kind of kind of dumb isn't um, our Instagram name like Ryhat19, like COVID19? Yo, what if oh. on the shirt? It, wait, yeah, you're right. Oh, but what shit. if on the shirt it was just the word Ryhat, but like 19 times on the Ooh. shirt? Oh, yeah. That's a vibe. But like, it, it, it'll be all like, you know, like one would be hella big and like in different fonts and like all over the place. What does yeah. the 19 mean? Because oh, the 19 mean, in COVID 19 is because nothing. it was discovered in 2019. No. Well, I, I mean, I guess I thought of the idea. Of a oh, podcast right. in 2019, but I made it in like yeah. 2020, so oh. it has uh-huh. nothing. To do with <laughs> I saw background it, on the name here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 2019, I was like, oh, I should do a podcast, and then in 2020, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna call it Rye Hat. So <laughs> I only had that 19, and so I never forget when I thought of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it was taken somewhere. I don't know where. I guess it was taken, so you know, had to use 19. Yeah, um, that's a that's a anyway. Yeah. We're here so, now. Yeah, we're here. We're gonna yeah. talk about some. Little, uh, little, it was a little glimpse behind <laughs> the scenes, you know. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I actually I haven't heard a little glimpse, but I, I'll check them out. I don't know why Josh's <laughs> outburst. <laughs> Sorry, Josh's outburst reminded me of a hoopla. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I feel like you're overselling it a little bit. This is what the people subscribe for. <laughs> you know, also, I will say, shout out um, our two fans giving us our monthly donations. They're small, but they're very much appreciated. Aww. Oh, yeah. Shouts, yeah. shouts out. Absolutely. You're... you're I think I did the calculations in about uh, 45 years. We'll have enough money to start merch. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So expect that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, make sure you stick around. <laughs> oh my God. We can have that. Oh, we'll keep, we'll keep it coming. Years, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, maybe I'll take out like a, like a hefty loan from like a mob boss to get the shirts, you know? Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't recommend that route. Uh, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> no, that's, be, uh, that's definitely. A great idea and could not possibly have any negative consequences. And I would strongly. That's exactly what I was thinking. You know, what if, like, what, like, my my life would like, what if mob sharks really, you know, put someone's life in danger? You know, it's like they're good with name one time the mob was dangerous. I can't name any. I can't wait. I can't name any. Of course not. Yeah. (laughs) Shit. What the hell? You guys are so weird. (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. Sophia, I don't, I don't need that attitude when I'm talking to Street Tony, okay? <laughs> All right, we cannot uh, we cannot bring Sophia to our meeting with Street Tony. <laughs> Street Tony does not joke around. He does, money, okay? around. he does not fuck around. He does not fuck around. We'll be totally Street fine. We'll be totally fine. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know if you guys knew this, but Street Tony's on the street right now. Yeah, it's so <laughs> <laughs> he's just you know in his like pinstripe suit. Like a big cigar, yeah. <laughs> Walking the streets with like a thousand dollars cash in each of his pockets. <laughs> if you if you go into the bathroom at the bus station and you look in the mirror and you say "Street Tony" three times, he'll appear before you. To <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Um, well, anyways, so today, um, <laughs> today we're going to talk about our, our favorite albums this year. Um, but I think before we talk about like our top ten. Uh, we're going to talk about our Spotify. Um, well, most of us our, will talk about our Spotify. Our Spotify, <laughs> our Spotify yeah. Wrapped. Um, so I guess I'll start with this. What was your What was your guys' Spotify Yo. Wrapped? And do you have any surprises? What's up? Oh, my bad. I thought. Um, never mind. Just kidding. Continue, oh. please. Ignore <laughs> me. That was an. Un- un- Be careful, Josh. Yeah. You know, street Tony doesn't like outbursts. the rappers. <laughs> Josh, Josh, these outbursts. Kind of- I'm sorry. I did not <laughs> no. intend to burst Josh, out. You have, to, you have to learn to control this power. Another. Josh, you're, right. you're right. Josh, one more hoopla out of you, and you're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and you're out of oh. here. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. It was only a matter of time. well anyways what i was saying um before i was um humbly interrupted um was i was gonna ask you guys um you know talk about your your spotify uh wrapped and i guess and let's talk about if you have any surprises that you didn't expect that came out of it Ooh, okay um i'll go so i was surprised i like that you brought that up um by my top artist I, like a half surprise half not you know like that fake surprise face that got really popular the meme of the guy like opening yeah his yeah okay yeah. i was like fake surprise but yeah so <laughs> my number or my five were um freddie gibbs mad lib frank ocean mac miller ninth wonder so my fifth really shocked me um, because I really thought it was going to be Solange. I was pretty sure. 
And then, I don't know. I think one of, one of my top favorite albums that we'll talk about later trumped that, I think. So mm-hmm. that was my top five. And then top songs um, were Blue World, Dancing in the Rain, Crime Pays, Good News, and 327. So pretty much like two from my top album and then all actually all of these songs are for my top album obviously mm-hmm. and then minutes listen this year were pretty low not gonna lie i think it was like twenty eight thousand, and i feel like usually i go a little higher than that so i feel like that just you know 2020 was a weird year for music i think and yeah i don't know if yeah. we were all like as motivated to be listening to music as much so i had to probably also driving less <laughs> You listen to music that's in your true. car. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah my minutes, really um, my minutes are definitely lower, but I also listen to a lot of music on SoundCloud more. So, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I... that's happening to us in, in Discord too. Like, I feel like I listen to a lot of stuff in uh, yeah, yeah. in Discord. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I think I had so. wait. I think I had eighteen thousand minutes listened, which is definitely down from last year. But um, probably because I listen to music a lot when I work and. I'm not at the office. I'm not like not listening to Spotify, so I don't really know. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's a good point too. <laughs> yeah, my top five artists didn't really shock me or anything at all. To be honest, I kind of figured my top five artists were um, Blade, Playboy Cardi, Future, Lil Uzi, and then the fifth was actually me myself, like my group that. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Our music showed up in like my replay for 2020 on Apple Music too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't, yeah. I'm, but yeah, I mean, wasn't really shocked. Um, I when I turn on Spotify, I either like have a song in mind or I just listen to a bunch of playlists that I make. So I don't know, but yeah, those are definitely my top artists. I don't know. Uh, nothing really shocking about my Wrapped. I guess. Uh, I guess one thing that was weird was. Uh, you know that thing where it's like you're a pioneer and you like listen to a song before it hit 50,000 plays? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I like hit that. I was surely expecting that I was going to get that for like listening to, um, I don't know, like like a, like a weird song from just some artist that I follow on like SoundCloud. But I actually got it on a Sebi song. Um, I think I got oh, it on Poser. Oh. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Oh, interesting. That was pretty cool. I I just wasn't I just didn't yeah. think I'd listen to that. I guess I must have listened to it the day it came out on Spotify. Like I don't know. But yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that was neat. That was pretty nice. neat. Yeah. Um that was a that was like a a boost, like an ego boost from Spotify. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're I so cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was it was it was cool too show me how many genres I listened to. I listened to a lot of different genres. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, that and also like, like that top like, you know, you're in the top like point five percent of like listeners for this artist yeah 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 i was was confused by the genre thing and i started looking into it and like um because i got a genre that i had never heard of um and i was like what how does spotify define their genres and there was like a few articles and apparently it's kind of a mystery (laughs) so (laughs) i'm like that's weird that they don't like really release that information because i don't know it just it felt like kind of like there were so many genres then because people were getting yeah, up in the genres. 300s and i was confused but yeah 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 true. um i think mine was interesting this year um <coughs> let's leave my throat uh, excuse me <laughs> <laughs> okay um <laughs> but um i think they were like 
I feel like this year I didn't really like um, you know, I feel like I kind of binged a lot of a lot of artists. Like I listened to them a lot for like a while and then yeah. I stopped. So like all my top artists were like kind of reflecting of those binges. Um except maybe Playboy Cardi. <laughs> He was yeah. like, I guess he was a very long binge. He was like a four month binge, I guess. You can't um, binge Playboy Cardi, but that's true. Just yeah, it just it just you, know, you become the lifestyle. Um, but my top, uh, it was Playboy Cardi was number one. Then Mac Miller is two. Uh, Bari is three. Ariana Grande is four, and then Logic is five. And like, basically all of them except Cardi were just like binges at the time. I like, was for sure expecting you to have Twenty One Savage up there. That's I, I was thinking that too, but I guess I didn't listen to his album that much compared to those. Um, I guess. And even and even like you know, and I feel like my top artists, like for example, like with Bari, like his album was like it was just it was just an album like I listened to a bunch and like it was good and I liked it, but it's not like you know my favorite album of the yeah. year. It was just like I just happened to listen to it like a lot because I was like this yeah. album is really weird and like I don't know if I like it, so I'm gonna keep listening to it. Um, and it's one of those yeah. albums you kind of just throw on in the background, and you mm-hmm. know it's just like you're just kind of vibing. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, my top songs were also uh I mean some were interesting. Um <clears throat> but some were expected. I had <clears throat> I had Mac Miller, I had Blue World for five, um, which is interesting because I feel like that's not my like favorite song from the album. So I'm surprised it was at number five. Yeah. Um but I guess to listen to it a lot. Um Everybody for Mac Miller is four, uh Chains by Aaron May as three, mm-hmm. uh So Appalled by Kanye West as two. Uh, and then let go by Aaron May as one. So let go, I kind of assumed because I was like, I, I just like the vibe of that song. It just like knocks super hard. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, but I was surprised there was no payroll Giovanni because like I I listened to that guy like basically oh yeah all throughout that year. Uh, so he was we he was number six. Shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and actually, what well, I think was funny yeah. too. So like when I was so since I've been doing some productions, I've been trying to recreate songs. A lot of the songs that I like recreate, I like listen to a lot on Spotify. So those yeah. just got bumped up like super high, okay. like um, yeah, like you know this like this Ariana Grande song was like super high, like kept replaying it like over and over again to try to like figure out how she made it. So, um, you know it's it's I guess it's interesting because it's like it's a kind of just like what you listen to, but not like a hundred percent what you like, you know. Yeah. So that's always like mm-hmm. it's always interesting to see how like you know it kind of differs. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was my that was my Spotify rap. I also got the Pioneer, so that was pretty cool. Um, nice for like a for some random song with this dude named MFN Mellow. <laughs> okay. Um, nice. <laughs> so Josh, what about your Spotify rap? <laughs> well, I can tell you. Um, I can't give you like exact top numbers, but I can give you the gist of who I was listening to a lot this year. Um, I listened to a lot of Baby Keem. Uh, yeah, a lot of I listen to a lot off that new Lil Yachty album. Um, I listen to it obviously, as always, a lot of Hundred Gex, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and same also a lot of JPEG Mafia. Um, those are the songs. Like by the way, the the way I'm, um, the way I know this is that I'm looking at like the replay playlist that Apple Music makes, which is like, I mean, it, they they don't even like say how it's generated, but I'm assuming that it's like based on how many times you listen to the songs. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, JPEG Mafia, a bit of the weekend, Fleet Foxes, Glass Animals, um, the new Charlie XCX album, and then a lot of stuff from like uh, some of the old, like some older stuff too, like some No Name, um, some Playboy Cardi, obviously, uh, some stuff off the Amine album as well. So yeah, pretty diverse. Thanks. Yeah, man. Yeah. 
good, good. And then also, yeah, same, same with Rajul. Like, there's a couple of songs on here that, like, I was listening to them a lot because I was trying to emulate them either for a beat or for, like, a vocal performance. Like, uh, the song Carbonated Water by Ski Mask, The Slump God. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, like, listening to that over and over and over again for, like, um, to emulate his flow for a song I was working on. Um, Mercury Retrograde by Ghosty Mane, same thing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, also, <laughs> um, I would be remiss without mentioning um, Shinroku no Kyojin by Karinji. Oh, uh, which yeah, yeah. Rajul showed me that song. That's definitely one of my favorite songs of the year. <laughs> dude, I, dude, I, I, I forgot about Karinji, so you reminded me. Yeah, um, bro, like yeah, especially just that song. That song yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, I was actually gonna ask. Uh, well, sorry, Josh. I was gonna ask Dan and Sophia. Um, what were your top genres? Your top five genres. My top genres. Uh, I think glitch pop, hip hop, like um, just pop. Um. I can't remember. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't have it in front of me. All right. Well, I just I just whip mine out so uh, I can I can read it while you find yours. Uh, mine. I guess top one was still rap. So you know I'm I'm fit to run the podcast. Second was underground mm-hmm. hip hop. Um. So you know been been hanging with my brother a lot. I think his number one was underground hip hop because he he just only listens. He just listened to like oh he's like oh yeah check out this guy like I don't know if you've heard of him and I'm like I've always never heard of him. <laughs> no, was actually, I think, number two for me. Yeah. Um, and then pop for number three, uh alt R and B for four, and then modern Bollywood for five. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's because I, I made a Bollywood playlist with like songs that I actually liked. And I was playing that a while for the summer, so I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, you know, go me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Mine uh were hip hop, pop. Alt R and B, underground hip hop, and then Escape Room, which is the one that I was like, "Wait, what is that?" Um, I looked it up and I like was looking at an artist chart for it, and there was just some interesting artists. It wasn't really what I expected. Um, so yeah, I like again, I'm like not sure how Spotify defines their genres, but that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, Who yeah. were like the artists that like kind of fell in that for you? Um, I think I listened to a lot of like Kay Trinata, um, and I'm trying to think of who else was on the chart that like, I think Gambino was even on there, which I thought was interesting. Um, Oh, he had a new album this year. I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah. My, my top 10. I know I, that's because that was before like all this mess happened. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like that felt like a different time of year. I feel there might like. be another album I gotta add to my list. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, it was a. I like the genre list. Um, I feel like uh, this Spotify rap this year was like really cohesive. I don't know. I liked it. The throwback track was cool. What did you guys oh, get yeah. for that? Dude, I got um, <laughs> I got two thousands only because I listened to this like a couple of T Pain songs that really slapped, as opposed to like everything else. <laughs> and because I just like I just listened to so many of those, my top like throwback was two yeah, thousands. I got I got the two thousands too because I listened to a lot of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? Probably nineties, um, right? Yeah, I got nineties like Coolie High. I can't nice. blow. It's a really good song. Oh um, yeah, I remember you showed me that. Yeah, so I got 90s, and then yeah, I thought that was cool. They'd never done that before, and then obviously the playlist that they make that I I guess Apple Music does as well. That like top hundred songs is fun to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is like my favorite time of the year, honestly. It's like 
freaking Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I guess we'll get into our long-awaited top 10 albums. Um, oh, right. And I guess, I guess before we start, um, does anyone have any honorable mentions that they want to throw out there? We're starting with honorable mentions. Like things that, like albums that almost made my top 10, but just quite couldn't. Yeah, like like for me, it's like yeah. albums or like EPs that were like you know yeah. that were good, uh, but didn't make the top ten. Um, Savage Mode two probably. It's a good album. Yeah. yeah, that's actually the same. I had it on my list, but then I took it off. <laughs> it got bumped just, off by something else. Yeah, I just couldn't fit it on here. <laughs> yeah, it was good, but you know, same thing with uh, Love mm-hmm. Is Rage two by Lil Uzi. That was an oh, yeah. honorable mention for me. Um, other than that, I don't know. I don't know really know. I don't have another. I don't have a lot of other twenty twenty minutes yeah yeah Tough i year. had um i had dinner party by terrace martin and then the album by tayana taylor couldn't make it on my list uh limbo by amine i thought yeah. it was a good album i was gonna but... throw limbo on i was gonna yeah yeah i think limbo is a good album mention it was a, a good <laughs> album and then i think uh dreamland by glass animals was really good i just feel like i listened to it late so um oh yeah, yeah that's also an honorable mention for me as well dreamland hey we covered it all so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah i think yeah you guys said savage mode too. two my two eps uh one was six piece hot by black uh pretty short but slap pretty hard wait did we do eps no 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 i just this is like you know i feel like i can't really justify an ep on a top 10 <laughs> right because uh, okay the yeah, albums yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just throwing out these eps so six piece hot by black gotcha um super nice very very r&b and moody but i, I feel yeah, like it was it was funny i feel like i've been liking like more and more later stuff that's coming out by black i feel like his earlier stuff i was like ah, it's whatever um but i like his releases have been have been hidden recently um mm-hmm. so since you taught is dope okay. uh and also that's interesting. Uh, i'll have to check it out yeah it's really short um yeah well i mean like, like i remember i like when problems first came out i listened mm-hmm. to it a lot but I feel like I kind of like grew out of his sound. But I mean, if if it's like different now, I would definitely go. Back I, and I don't check think it's out. like really or just different. like or just improved. Even. I would say improved. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Like I, feel, I feel like it improved on like his East Atlanta love letter. Uh, there's some good songs yeah. on there. Um, but yeah, so that that's pretty dope. And also, my second one was Che Got Wings, which is a combo with this dude named Che Ekru and uh, Cardo Got Wings. Um, so they released this quick EP, and it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty fire. It's like this weird combination of like, there's some like, you know, West Coast G-Funk shit a little bit. And then also some like super crazy, uh, you know, hard hitting R&B. Um, and Che's voice is really interesting because sometimes he kind of gives a weekend vibe and sometimes he kind of gives like, uh, like an X vibe, like the way he's singing. Yeah. Um, okay. It was like, I guess it, sometimes like, I think his, his song I really liked the most is called Satisfied. And like he, he can release things on that. It kind of reminds me of like if X was just like a like a better singer, like it seems out of that. Yeah. Um, right. You know. Right. So, <laughs> okay. Um so let's go. Okay, let's let's do this order. We'll go. Oh, I have one more. I actually have one more. I have one more. more. Yeah, yeah. Go for um, it. Um no pressure by logic. That's, a, that's an honorable mention. I was never gonna put it oh, on yeah. my list. Oh yeah. Honorable mention. I was never gonna put it on my list. I feel like it I feel like I have to mention top it. Top ten. Because it's I don't a good know. Yeah, it deserves it for sure. Uh that's not awesome. my top ten. Really? I don't think it would I don't think it would go in my top ten either, honestly. You know, one um, of my favorite artists, Earl Sweatshirt, Feet of Clay. That's that's a good the EP, but 
it's not gonna make my top ten. I didn't think it was good. Enough. Well, it's an EP. You can't put that because it, it's an EP. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not really. <laughs> I mean, the rule is it's combine two EPs. Then it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, yeah. I mean it's it's good. It's just uh, you know, it's not gonna make the top ten. It's an honorable mention. It's just good. Yep. Okay. So I guess we gotta respect it. Yeah, I don't know. Did you guys put logic on your top ten? I yeah, I have. Well, him don't him. spoil it. I mean, oh, I mean, he's, he's he's there. He's there somewhere. That's what I'll I mean. Say. We're gonna yeah. talk about it in two yeah. minutes. So. <laughs> First of all, I, I did not compile a top ten. I only compiled the top five. Um, oh. But I don't think that if I had compiled the top ten, I would have put logic on it. Did you guys do ten? I did ten. I did ten. Yeah. I actually oh, so I did, did five, okay. and then I expanded to ten, like right before this podcast. <laughs> all right, I, I can so, expand to ten. Yeah, I have like, some expand. other stuff in so, mind. So we'll sure. we'll we'll do this. We'll go. Uh, Sophia, Dan, me, and then Josh sure, in our sure. in our 10 order. Um, so, yeah, you're going for... Only do you want to go last? No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to complain. Um, <laughs> oh, we, we, okay. can, we, can, we can... It doesn't matter. Just go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, gonna, just, yeah. Just okay. Like, if you want to argue with me on it, it's okay. We can argue it out. But like, <laughs> no, I was going to say we no. could snake it. Um, but, you know. <laughs> we're gonna do no arguing we're just gonna yeah. let it rock yeah okay okay we're not snaking right okay okay yeah, yeah. um okay so this was honestly my top five like they're i feel like they're all really close so or maybe sorry my top four are all really mm-hmm. close they, they could be almost interchangeable at one point so just want to give that disclaimer but okay so i put one alfredo by freddie gibbs like just really smooth vintage luxury vibes i loved it okay wait, wait, wait. Two, I, so- I gotta say i was thinking like we do 10 10 10 yeah we're gonna go 10 yeah we're gonna go 10 yeah we're not gonna just go with damn way. it i would start with <laughs> one. We're, we're gonna we're gonna go one at a, you want to go one at a time <laughs> we yeah can, we can just yeah um I feel like that makes the most sense. Can you guys pretend like you didn't yeah. hear my number one yet? I, I don't know agree. what exactly know you're what talking is. about. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. okay. So, so, from, so what's your number? What's your number 10? Okay. T- number 10 is 31520 by Childish Gambino. Nice. Okay. Who's next? Okay. Wait, what's the order? Um, so Sophia, then Dan, then me, and then Josh. Okay, I'm Dan. Okay. So number ten, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Number sorry. ten for me was Nokia Talk 2002 by Black Cray. Good, um, good album all around. Black Cray is a very, he's like kind of like the king of the underground for a lot of people. Um, mm. I think uh, his most recent, this is his most recent release, and I think he's really building upon his own sound that a lot of people have copied over the years, and it's just really interesting. I'd recommend listening to it if you have not. Nice. Oh, my turn. Um, my number <laughs> 10 uh, is Triple O Channel Black uh, by by Alexander. Um, it was like kind of this like super jazzy album. Um, and it combined a lot of different genres like jazz, uh, jazz and pop. It had like a jazz and trap kind of song. It was kind of weird. Um, I actually had a whole episode of the podcast where I talk about it with my good friend Karthik. So uh, if you want to learn more about that, check out that uh, episode. All right. <laughs> Nice. For sure. Um, my number 10, I'm kind of scrambling to arrange my bottom five, I'll be honest. I put like a lot of thought into my top five. I thought we were only doing five, so that's my bad. Uh, but I still have a number 10. But it really, really changed. <laughs> um, so honestly, like 
definitely i would say the top the bottom five are in no particular order um so number 10 right. i'll say is mac miller circles wow um Ooh. yeah um, that hurts <laughs> what, you, guys, you guys would place it higher <laughs> i guess i'll find out um i mean like listen i was never like the biggest mac fan not that i like don't like his music i was just like never super into it mm-hmm. um and you know i enjoyed circles a lot so it it wasn't it didn't like um you know it, it definitely yeah. wasn't my favorite album of the year or anything um i get why other people are so into it and they love it so much um and that's also why i like it and it was kind of like in a lot of ways my intro to him so probably if i went back into his discography and you know had more yeah. context i yeah. would enjoy it more no i i get that i feel like coming from the same boat where it's like you know i, I like yeah. mac but i'm not like uh like a big like a huge fan of mac uh because i never like you know grow with him and all that stuff but i really like circles so you'll see where it goes on the list yeah i kind of grew up with mac miller so i have a very different place yeah that yeah yeah that's that's the thing yeah so. um okay so sophia number nine Number nine. Okay. I can't fuck this up. Okay. Um, okay. So no pressure by logic. Um, so yeah, I feel like again, I'm not that far from an honorable mention for this, but I do feel like it was a really good album. It was uh, no ID and logic. And I, I read an article and they like defined it as like back to basics. And I feel like that's a good description. Like this was yeah. like logic going back to, I feel like what he knows and what he does best. And I feel like he did a really good job with the album. Um, so yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, I agree. I think it, he's kind of building on his original sound that he's really yeah. used to like define himself, which is funny because, you know, I could always have a conversation that like logic just, um, you know, a lot of people would argue that logic doesn't really have his own sound. He kind of just uh, vultures off other people's styles a lot of the time, but I think on this project, he kind of did share that he does have his own sound and like he shared yeah. like his own thing. No ID was great on pro- like production was magnificent on a lot of songs. I really did enjoy the album, but definitely um, there were some songs that I thought that were kind of weak, which is why I didn't put it on my top 10. But I, I really did. I was I sh- like really shockingly enjoyed the album like a yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> also, before I forget, yeah. um, we can also mention some favorite songs from each album. <laughs> That I totally yeah. forgot. So, um, sure. you know, sure. Before uh, we get to like, you know, number five, and I forgot. But... Sure. <laughs> um, Wait, but okay. On top of the whole, I, I just want to say about the criticism of Logic sounding for like, you know, mm-hmm. for like he doesn't have his own original sound. I think that argument is so ridiculous because, like, honestly, Earl Sweatshirt definitely like is inspired by other artists as well. But oh, yeah. No, I, I get it. Sound and like, how i feel about logic as well so i yeah i get that criticism but i'm also like why doesn't it apply to other artists you know <laughs> like you i think to... i think i see what you're saying but i, think, I see like, what you're for... saying but i think it's a little different for logic yeah to, to dan's point it's like logic is is like a little bit more like he leans on his influences a little bit heavier than someone like earl like earl definitely yeah. has a very defined like delivery style and also like, his earl is style. pretty heavily influenced yeah, I mean, like? you can hear it, but it's not logic like straight up copies like Drake and yeah. And I feel like Lamar. yeah, you would have oh. a lot of difficulty finding an album that sounds anything like um like you can clearly hear the MF Doom influence. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely MF, especially in the production, but not really so much in his rapping. Well, not even now. Uh, yeah, I feel like his voice is pretty. Even pretty now with the production, though. it's a little yeah. more unique and kind of eclectic. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. It is. Especially yeah, but, in Feet of Clay. Like yeah. Feet of Clay is so like weird and out there. People yeah, are like yeah. about it, how weird it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was really neat, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's logic. I don't know. There's a whole, we can have a whole other yeah, conversation. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, yeah. that's, that's a whole separate. <laughs> There's a whole. We already did logic. logic. Well, Rajul we did actually. logic, actually, I, all I by did, himself. Uh, yeah, we could have. <laughs> I don't think we've have we talked about, like, uh, like copying other artists and, like, culture cultures and things like that. I'm not sure if we have. But I'm not sure. No, I don't think so. Yeah, that would like, be a good I, I, don't, I don't know why we haven't. I feel like we've talked about it, like, in general <laughs> much. <laughs> yeah. what, uh, let's let's jot that down as the yeah, next we'll, one. Craig, Craig, make a note of that. We'll get uh, we'll get Craig? Nice. Um, okay, Dan, your turn now. <laughs> um, wait, number are nine. we still on nine? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, number nine. I put "Crashed My Car" by Hook. Hook is a relatively underground uh, female rapper who does not get enough respect. She's really great. "Crashed My Car" was a pretty fantastic album. Um, she, I think my the best way I can describe this album was like, um, I guess a little bit toned down. Rico Nasty. Like kind of like maybe an earlier Rico Nasty album, um, but also there was a lot of, I guess more like melodic type songs that maybe, you know, uh, that maybe aren't found on something like Anger Management. Or I didn't listen to Rico Nasty's newest album, but I hear that that one is kind of. We're gonna good. listen anyway. to it tomorrow, Dan. Yeah, we're gonna listen to it tomorrow. <laughs> but but yeah. Hook, yeah, Hook Hook. This I enjoyed this album a lot. It seems like a really complete album. Um, it's kind of like a more raw kind of sound that she's got going on uh, it's not completely polished but i kind of enjoyed that it was just neat like pretty good t- she's very talented i recommend this album yes i always like hearing about you know more female rappers especially underground so yeah yeah hook is great i actually saw yeah. her live in brooklyn with rj oh yeah our sick. friends yeah she was pretty good nice. that show was pretty interesting she spins someone's mouth oh <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> yeah damn uh so that's a sick. Vibe. Love it. Um, mm-hmm. My uh, number nine is Layer Cake uh, by Bari. Um, so Bari is basically, he's part of like Smino's crew. Um, and he like his, basically the sound of this album is like a mix of like, like, like it's like half weird and half like trendy. So like, I think, I think that's why like I was listening to this so much. Cause like there'd be songs and I was actually, I was talking to my friend Greg about this cause we're both listening to it. And they're both these songs were like, all right, you know, we're not really feeling this. And then I'd throw it on and then I'd instantly like it. And the next day I'm just like, I don't know if I'm feeling this again. And I'll just be like back and forth on like all these different songs. Um, it was, it was just, it was really weird. And I think that's the best way to describe it. Um, it's like a weird album, but there's, there's definitely some, you know, some has a good mix of like gems and also like some stuff that are kind of, you know, meh. Um, but uh, if you're, gonna check it out i'd recommend check out uh you know con artist is really nice um i think con artist if you if you like playboy cardi has a lot of playboy cardi vibes um nice. so it kind of slaps um and then also um also i actually want to shout out the song fuchsia because one it's a sick name uh and that's basically it <laughs> i was like i'm like this is a sick name for a song and like i wish i had used it for a song that i would make in the future but like i don't think i can because you know I'm just gonna associate it with this. <laughs> yeah, it's way. Yeah, shout out Future it's City. Been taken. Yeah. Shouts out Future City. That's right. Shout yeah. out Future City. Yeah. Yo, we could, we could have a track called Future City. That's that's a kind of. That would be tough, but it it would yeah. have to be like an epic track to do the name justice. 
No, I feel like a song called Fuchsia City should be like kind of mellow, but like real spacey. Oh yeah, I meant like epic as in like really good. Not oh, like, just like really yeah. good. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously, not like, I don't yeah. ever make any songs that aren't really good. That's yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like a Yoshi City by Young. Lee. Yeah, Yoshi City, but it's Fuchsia City. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. City. Yeah. <laughs> it's really just Yoshi City, but it's slowed and reverbed. <laughs> 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 With like eight audio. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Josh. Okay. Um, my number nine is uh, Amine Limbo. Um, I absolutely love the track Burden, the intro track off that album. I mean, I think, um, so first of all, I'll just say like, the album is not like super groundbreaking sonically in my eyes. It's kind of like, um, it's just like a really solid rap album. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like a really solid trap album. And he does like throw in enough um sort of old school influences and a little bit of like left field sound design that it like stays interesting it doesn't like get boring um and he's you know he's a really talented rapper he's a really solid rapper um the beat on burden is insane and i love it it's like lightning in a bottle (laughs) Um, if i feel like if you and like it's funny because i think um some people don't like that track um and i get it it's like a little weird there's like a really weird like vocal sample in it that loops and that's my favorite part. Some people think it's <laughs> um, also definitely then, shout out the features on there too. I feel like all the yeah for sure well yeah yeah. Um, Woodlawn is a great track. Uh, I will say actually, speaking of features, I was a little disappointed by Jid's verse on Roots. I don't know. I just kind of expected more from him. Um, <laughs> but that's just because I love him so much. <laughs> um, it wasn't bad. It definitely wasn't. Bad. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was solid. Um, I just ex- I just was like hoping for a little more. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like Especially every time you expected, you're like from him in a while. Song. Yeah, yeah. You know, I haven't heard any like new stuff from him in a while, so I was really excited to see him on the feature list, and I was just like, yeah. Eh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Young Thug had a great album. On, had a great feature. Oh, yeah, album. Oh, yeah. Young, that song is fire. Compensating yeah. is fire. Uh, Riri mm-hmm. is fire. Yeah, it's a it's a really uh, it's like a, a very easy album to listen to. It's it's really fun. Yeah, it's a good album. Yeah. There you go. Oh. Number eight. Okay, sorry. You get on top of this more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so number eight. Um, I put the slow rush by Team Impala. Uh, yeah. mm. Good album. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I feel like it was worth the wait. You know, because I know I think this got this album got delayed a year. Or so, um, so yeah, I feel like you can definitely tell that, like, you know, the hip hop like producers like working with them like the impact in that album a lot more and then there's some like space pop and some like slow disco it's it's obvious i don't know posthumous um posthumous forgiveness is a really good track on that album so yeah mm. I really liked it. that's a really good song that's true yeah. <laughs> song yeah. damn paul is so good i definitely yeah. sorry it's super basic but yeah i enjoyed it yeah um <laughs> my i actually forgot no. about it yeah i was gonna say i i felt bad because like i forgot i, I also i also kind of forgot it about it yeah <laughs> i yeah i thought it came out yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh god ah, yeah. early screwed over because we won't like, yeah. <laughs> audible mentions yeah, yeah, it deser- It definitely deserves to be in my. Even though I'm not sure if I actually listened to it, I'm gonna be real. I don't know if I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna put uh, it 
I I'm fairly certain I listened to it. Anyway, um, <laughs> so my number eight uh, was Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs. Um, that's a really Freddie Gibbs, fantastic rapper. What a good, yeah. really good rapman. Um, <laughs> the Alchemist is one of my favorite producers, someone that I look up to for um, a lot for inspiration and beats a lot of the time. And he's very, very, very talented, and he did a great job with the Gib Man. So great album here. <laughs> <laughs> the Gib man, I yeah. like that. The Gibster, definitely. Sure. The Gibster. Um, you so you heard that? <laughs> Gib <laughs> We we need to get Freddie Gibbs and uh, Noah Monk on a, on a track. On, a, on, a, on, a, on Honestly, like, a I'm gonna be real. That would be like the hottest thing ever. That would that be, like, so, be yeah. so. Fire. We could just call it like Gibbs World or something. I know this is like such a sidetrack, but like sad sad world beat tape four is like probably the coolest beat tape i heard this year it's so good <laughs> right it's pretty neat yeah, yeah. pretty fucking shout, cool. shout out no monk man shout out his yeah uh, shout out yeah, yeah. um <laughs> so my number uh number eight was she already decided uh by smino mixed team that came out this year um mm. that i totally forgot about until like 20 minutes ago <laughs> um <laughs> but uh pretty solid i mean um this mixtape was kind of cool because his like his out like it was kind of just you know doing some covers of songs. Um, his beats were like I think a lot more accessible, so it was like an easier listen. Um, yeah, and he had some he had some really fire uh, really fire songs. Um, I think best song is probably for me actually is Chips and Juice. Like the beat on that is just super chill. Um, and he had some cool covers. Like he had Jamie Box um, for the his cover of the Box by Roddy Rich. Um, <laughs> And then Year of the Goat was a fire song. And also uh, his collab with T-Pain. Also, shout out T-Pain with these features. Like, I've listed a lot of T-Pain features this year. Man, this guy's <laughs> like so nice on features. We love, we love T-Pain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out T-Pain. Um, so, yeah, solid album. Um, pretty fun album. It's I'm, I'm not sure if it's on SoundCloud anymore. It was, like, taken off somewhere. So you might have to go in some Reddit, subreddit, and try to find it, uh, you know, if you're, if you're passionate about listening. <laughs> Yeah, you, Josh. <laughs> um, so number seven for me was uh Cali Uchis of Sin Miedo. Um, I really like that album a lot. It's basically like exactly what I wanted from her. <laughs> um, <laughs> like after hearing um, you know, I really enjoyed isolation. Um, and I was interested to see how her sound would develop on the next full-length album. Um, and I I guess like I was a little bit I didn't really enjoy um, to, the To Feel Alive EP as much. Um, mm. I feel like, you know, I didn't go back to that like at all. I don't really remember it that well. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, when Sin Miedo came out, I was like, yeah, this is exactly what I was hoping for. It's it's like, I like that she like amped up the dreaminess aspect of it. Like I, I feel like I've noticed, especially this year, I listened to so much music with like a kind of airy, dreamy vibe. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think like, it's a really interesting kind of unique combination to have like a Latin pop mixture with that sort of sound. Um, and that's what keeps me coming back to it. Um, and yeah, it's also like my opinion is probably going to develop a little more. Like obviously the album like basically just came out, um, yeah. but my gut tells me it deserves to be in the top 10. <laughs> so yeah. 
um if you want some great tracks from that album the opening track la luna enamorada is fire yes um akio mondo rico nasty's feature on that song is insane it's so yeah, that good. song slaps yeah <laughs> um, yeah and um yeah that's that's what i have to say about that nice thank you okay we're on number what oh seven Six. okay seven um so my number seven was a written testimony by j electronica um yeah so really good album um it pretty much is a collab album with jay-z so that made it pretty easy for me to like love it but yeah really awesome production on it too and um yeah i feel like the it was like really interesting but also you know like i feel like expected from him so that was a really like i feel like that gave the edge and people were really shocked by the album so up there for me what about you dan yeah um number seven for me was 333 by blade um that album was really really neat very just interesting super overall production wise um dreamy poppy (laughs) just not like the typical drain gang things that you've heard from blade before um really interesting path that he's now taking with his music um like very dancey very just feels new and fresh um and like he's really developed in terms of songwriting as well um i feel like a lot of the songs were just really interesting and they kind of just take you into a whole new kind of um place when you're listening to them like the imagery is neat it's kind of feel uh like you're in like this like uh like this like fairy tale kind of weird dreamland it's really neat but yeah so that's a really cool album if you haven't listened nice um nice. yeah i do i need i'm i'm pretty behind on the on the drain gang game drain yeah. gang dream gang dude <laughs> this this was like the best year for drain gang ever yeah it really was yeah. fantastic this was yeah, such yeah. a good year for drain gang uh, <laughs> yeah. next, i've got a yeah. journey um my number seven was Dreamland uh, by The Last Animals. Um, pretty, pretty solid all throughout. I think uh, I, I think I was talking to Josh about this. I think you know the opening and the closing were like a little weak, but you know mm-hmm. the middle chunk, uh, all all really solid when I was listening to it. Um, I really like the lyrics on this album. I thought that all the lyrics were like you know really just fun. <laughs> they're like kind of like the little yeah. silly. But they're, all, they're, they're like they're like silly and sad at the same time. It's kind of how I felt sometimes. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like you know, super, super dreamy. I think uh, favorite songs probably like Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, Tangerine, um, Tangerine, Tangerine, uh, Tangerine. Tokyo Drifting. Actually, at first I like I liked it, and then I wasn't really feeling it, but now I'm feeling it again. So <laughs> <laughs> Tokyo Drift is nice. Uh, I think the Mel and the Coconut uh, might be that, and Heat Waves are probably my top two. Favorite dude, uh, Melon and the Coconut. I'm so glad you came around on that. Yeah, that's such a great track. That song, is so, <laughs> that song, like the the lyrics on that are like so interesting. Like the right? way it portrays the entire story, it's like yeah. definitely one of the coolest songs. Um, I've heard from them and you know, just heard this mm-hmm. here. Definitely. Um, <laughs> damn, you're making me wish that I'd put that album on my <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a really really good album. I and yeah, Melon and the Coconut is a great song. Um Ironically enough, my number seven is actually also Blade three three three. I'm glad we see eye to eye. Yeah, um, and I pretty much agree with Dan. Like, it's um, I think like it keeps 
like blade always with every like release i come around to him more like i feel like when i first heard blade i was like this is trash to be honest (laughs) (laughs) um but like i feel like you cannot listen to an album like 333 and be like this guy's an idiot like clearly like there's a really intricate artistic vision on this album like it's it's very like it's very like out there you know i can't think of anything that really sounds exactly like it um, yeah it's, so. it's very very interesting yeah it's very cool okay. oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> well, i feel like i don't need to say anything else about it dan already talked about it <laughs> yeah. nice okay um so we're on six okay uh my number six was unlocked by denzel curry and kenny beats Ooh, yeah. I forgot that album oh, came out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was that was that was that would be an honorable mention. For honorable me. mention for me too. I like yeah. that one. Yeah. Well, yeah, I felt like it was a really good album. I felt like um, Take It Back version two, Diet. It, it was really hard, and yeah, and honestly, I had no idea that it was made in just seventy two hours. That's like oh, that's so Denzel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he did that for like zoo i think too where like he like i mean he basically he like didn't write down like most of the lyrics for like all of his songs they're just like in his head so i feel like he probably did that for this album i'm guessing <laughs> yo i could have sworn this album was released in 2019 but it turns no, out I, it's definitely it's definitely 2020 i know it, it, definitely, turns out it, was, released. it was like february 2020 yeah it was my it was like four days after my birthday it's insane okay nice. yeah, yeah. Um, crazy times yeah um so yeah you make this album in 72 hours like there's no way this can't be in my top 10 so (laughs) yeah that's a Um, cool album and and i I guess also shout out i feel like the keddy beats production on that because i felt like you know he was like i I feel like it's really something different than like the stuff i'd heard from him before um so it was cool i felt like he was able to pull that off uh you know super well yeah definitely he's very versatile yeah he's super versatile his Kenny beats is someone i look up to a lot of production a lot yeah definitely um my number six album was vvss by sebi love that album oh um, it made yeah. your top 10 it did Very impressive i like that album a lot <laughs> i that like that good. album a lot too yeah <laughs> I, I i don't know it i put it and i put it over the blade album because i think yeah while i did enjoy 333 uh vvss was like a really really good like I don't think it was his debut album, but it should be. Like it's like it feels like this is Sebi. Just like he's like really mm-hmm. defining his style. Um, his production with Pipes was really really good. Um, just yeah. like really unique sound. Like he's really just kind of overall kind of just kill it. Like every single song was like a yeah. banger or like you know uh, close to being a huge banger. You know what I mean? It was like very very good album. Yeah. Um, my only complaint was with the album is that maybe the versatility just kind of wasn't there. Um, but that's, again, that's how I think that's something that comes in time. He's a relatively fresh artist. So I yeah. think, I think in the future, yeah. he's going to be someone to look out for young Sebi. Nice. Um, yeah. <clears throat> well, my number six uh, was digital bang. It was like, Let's um... go. <laughs> wait, that's uh-huh. sick. <laughs> and I, I, it's funny i think the so you know i remember recent summer you're telling me about it checking it out i'm like yo this is pretty yeah. nice um and then when actually when i went back to you know back at your place with karthik and yeah. then you showed me you showed me the hung lung again i was like dude 
the hung lung. Like, the hung lung is so good. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> see, the like, hung lung is a funny song. I love that dude. Song. Just because that's because it's like it's like an indie song, but then it's like you know you have like kind of these like auto tune vocals for yeah. both you and Lungy. And it's yeah. just like, I'm like, yo, this is like so sick. <laughs> it's, it's, um, yeah, it was a really cool, I really love that song a lot. I, dude, I'm, yeah, I'm like, glad we that ended like, that album I, with it. Yeah, I was like, that's such a, that, like, I love that vibe. Um, I wanna, so I, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I was going back through all of it and I was like, yo, like, it, it like, it all kind of clicked for me. And I was like, yo, <laughs> this is nice. That makes me so happy to hear you have no idea. I love that. Yeah, I'm dude. so glad you um, said that. I'll, um, I'll give, a, give a few shout outs uh, before you go. Um, well, actually, first shout out Lungi because I feel like, yeah. dude, all, a lot of the vocal stuff. I know it's a combination yeah. of like, you know, there's there's obviously the effects, but I feel like just his delivery on a lot of different stuff. He's... It was like it could be like singy, punky, yeah. gets the indie vibe on hung on hung lung. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, damn, I'm like, dude, like Lungi is really popping off on a lot of these. Yeah, uh, dude, he he hits it, dude. Um, he's got a yeah, his songwriting and the way he hits songs is so unique. Um, Digital Bank too. We're definitely gonna be exploring that avenue a lot more. I already have some tracks in mind. Yo, you yeah. better feature me like a lot. Yeah, we will. We will. We're like we like just got started on two songs. Uh, like nice. very very recently. Oh, dude, I'm I'm um, I'm like I'm getting some prod credits too. You better believe it. Yeah, of course you are. Yeah, no, we're gonna um, include you. So we yeah, we're just getting started on that now. But Digital yeah. Bank too. Hopefully, will be done by the end of 2021. Yeah, dude, looking forward to it. Um, yes. And also, I think shout out the. I feel like there's a lot of you know a lot of variety on this album too, which is like oh yeah, which, which is really nice. And it's also kind of a flex because it's like there's like all this variety and it's all pretty good. So it's like <laughs> that's really like, nice. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, I can make any song. It's like the, the flex. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And definitely also shout out shout out the beats on slide uh, and on Coors uh, Light reprise. Oh, like, Coors Light reprise. <laughs> yeah, like those beats. Again, I was like, this is crazy. That's um, hit. Yeah, <laughs> those really hit. Yeah, so thanks, um, man. Right. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I didn't want to put it on my top ten, but I would have if I could. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, just I, didn't I kind of weird to put your own album on I there. Just um, didn't want to put it up there. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I, at first it was like an honorable mention, and I was just like re-listening to it a lot like these last like two weeks, and I was like, yeah. yo, like it's, it's climbing up there. It's climbing. Yeah, it's climbing. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I'm happy. Let's go. Thanks. Yeah, dude. That's a good review. I'm glad. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Oh wow! All um, right, Josh, what's your number six? It's not gonna be. I'm not gonna like it as much. So gonna <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, my number six was any album except for uh, Digital Bang. Okay. Uh, which oh, is I love that album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Okay. So my number six was uh, 100 Gex, the 1000 Gex and the Tree of Clues remix album yeah um which is basically like my shady way of putting 1000 gex the album just yeah i want to do a voice list i want to avoid that um, I but that i feel like it's deserved regardless because first of all the remix album is amazing it's really and cool it's basically like a whole new album mm. um i mean like it's so different it's so significantly different that i feel like it's it basically is and like um you know the original album influenced me so much like um oh yeah it's probably probably my favorite album of the past couple of years um and yeah it's like the remix album has some incredible tracks um the ringtone remix but with charlie xcx rico nasty and Kara Kara bonito is insane so good um Mm -hmm. the hand crushed by a mallet remix with fallout boy 
is amazing. <laughs> um, and also like really funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Dorian Electra remix of Gek to You is really good. Toothless. Toothless is amazing. Um, yeah, there's like a whole bunch of tracks on the back end that are just like new tracks. Um, so yeah, that's that's my number six. All right. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. So my number five. We're on five, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, counting right now. No, no, it's totally fine. It's just really funny. <laughs> it's just a struggle. But okay, <laughs> number five was Sen Miedo for by Kaliuchis, and I feel like Josh said most of it. But yeah, this album was like dreamy. Um, sultry um pretty funky too i feel like i felt like i was in a james bond movie but like a spanish james bond movie which would be so uh, yeah. hot and i picture antonio bandera as the main <laughs> and that is, <laughs> that is yeah for sure. <laughs> so yeah i i really like the album um i feel like it's a really good follow-up to isolation i mean isolation is my favorite albums of all time but i feel like this album was really good she definitely took her time on it and i got like the same like i don't know similar passion from her on this so yeah i really like the album my are you done i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) it sounded like you're like literally about to say something no sorry no trailing off here thinking about her but go ahead (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can think about Callie cheese. Yeah. Um so for a long time. Number five. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the number longest five. time. Yeah, number five. Stars by Young Lean. Great album. Young Lean. Oh yeah. I forgot been about one that of shit. my been one of my <laughs> I feel like that's like every, that's like all of our things this yeah. year. It's like I forgot that the album came out this year. Dude, I honestly <laughs> forgot about Digital Bang. Like I forgot that came out this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It well, seems like I don't know. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I only put it on. It was just in the summer, June, but like, yeah, I, I feel. Yeah. I feel. It's just, I put it it's on like, just like Rona season. You know, this yeah, year seems yeah. long. Like yeah, I know days. it's it's yeah. tough, but stars. Also, like is... I was hearing the songs from that album for like years before that too. Anyway, go that's ahead. true. <laughs> yeah, I was bouncing the ideas up you a lot. Anyway, um, so stars, yeah. a young lean. Wait, before we talk about stars, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this <laughs> album was super super cool um young lean has been in one of my favorite artists since uh 20 what like 13 2014 something like that so i've been following his career ever since the very beginning and like um this progression that he's shown and like it it feels like this is the same reason that i'm going to talk about later with circles by mac miller um just watching the artist evolve and then create something that's so unique and so interesting and just so um kind of like uh like a maturity of this album as well is really cool um the production's amazing the vocal performances he gives is amazing um there's so many great songs to be honest um uh off the top of my head you know i can't name a bad song i just really like the album as a whole very unique very cool um but you know there are i think um the issues that it runs into are that um some of the songs while you know they're very interesting um the idea is kind of it, it, some of the songs just go on i guess i guess for too long i don't know how else to describe it i i feel like that's just a personal thing but um there's a lot of really long songs 
not like really long, but they're longer than like uh, a lot of songs that I'm used to listening to now. So like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like, you, you know, from the Sebi album too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also, I mean, it just feels like, um, yeah, exactly. So it just feels, so, uh, yeah, it's just a cool album. I don't know. That's all I really yeah. gotta say. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I'm not trying to give a really detailed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my my number five was Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Um, Ooh. and it was it was interesting because I feel like I was like you know for this year I like didn't really know anything about Dua Lipa at all. Uh, but this is just it's just a really solid like mainstream pop album, and I think mm-hmm. she has like a really good blend of like you know obviously like some new stuff, but also has like there's a lot of like dancey and kind of throwback vibes to it. Um, hence the name Future Nostalgia. Um, and I think she just really nails that mix really well, and it's just like you know really easy listen. It's really fun. Um. You know, I think all her all her choruses are really catchy, um, and even some songs they didn't like in the in, in the beginning, um, they kind of grew on me. Especially uh, after watching her Tiny Desk that came out, um, it was just she you know Tiny Desk. Yeah. She just had a Tiny Desk like a few days ago, um, and oh, it's just good. it's just it's a, it's a few songs, just a few. It's just a nice vibe. It's just a really chill vibe. Yeah. Um, so definitely, you know, even if you're not crazy in Dua Lipa, check it out. I think it's uh, I think it's really nice. Um, and favorite songs. Um, fever featuring uh angel who's this french singer who i really need to check out because you know she was just like her voice was like the most like beautiful thing i've heard in like 50 years uh <laughs> and it's, and it's, and it's french, so it like 100 years if you do the math yeah, um, <laughs> yeah uh, in, in france time moves half as slow so. yeah, yeah exactly yeah um <laughs> so yeah i'm so lovely like that uh levitating remix with my boy da baby uh, was pretty great. Yeah, baby. Um, and even um, <laughs> her really big song, "Don't Start Now." Like I was, I was kind of man on it. And then I heard in the tiny desk again, "Tiny Desk" be changing lives. I heard in tiny desk, and I was like, "All right, you know what? Like this deserves to have like you know a billion whatever streams on Spotify, uh, because it slaps." So yeah, overall, overall, pretty solid album. Nice. Yes. um okay number five right yeah one yeah five yeah um five for me was king cruel man alive um king cruel is awesome he's like um if you haven't listened to any of his stuff he makes this like really weird like kind of spacey but also like gothic punky like very deeply um british (laughs) um music i don't know like how you could even describe it dan can you can you think of a better way uh it's like a really sad um like tickle me elmo (laughs) a really sad what a really sad tickle me elmo that kind of just drones on and on over like some really jazzy guitar (laughs) yeah yeah like jazzy very jazzy that's true um instrumentals are always very jazzy but his voice is like Yeah. yeah it's punky and his voice is very like um it always sounds like he's fucked up. Like it always sounds like, um, and man alive, especially it sounds like, you know, he is conducting an, a symphony, but he also just like shot up black tar heroin. And like, um, it's very like spacey and it's very beautiful, but also like grimy. Like, I feel like when I'm listening to it, I'm like, um, sitting in like an old, like crappy motel room or something. And like, um, you know, my life sucks, but also it's like, very um trippy and 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 beautiful you know 
Yeah. Um, so I really like that album a lot. I love the song Alone, Omen 3, if you want to listen to a track from that. Also, um, the opening track, Cellular, is really cool. Nice. Um, I want us to review like all the albums in my top 10. <laughs> like, can Wait, you just what? for me? <laughs> no, you just re- you review albums very well. <laughs> You're an oh, album wow. critique. I love it. Okay. I will uh, rival so Anthony Fantano. My top, my number four. <laughs> oh, not my boy. <laughs> I want to remind everyone that my top four, again, pretty intercha- interchangeable. So, like, it was really hard to narrow it down um, mm-hmm. between the top four. But, yeah, so I got Pray for Paris, West Side Gun. Um, yeah, this album was beautiful, to say the least. I It was, you know, visual and really, I really like the concept of combining, you know, like high-end art with, um, like, you know, traditional rap and pop music. So I, I feel like, I mean, that's been dubbed before, but I feel like it was really unique in this album. I feel like he did it in a really um, unconventional way, like with an, a track like 327. Um, I feel like that, uh, that track is so good and features like Tyler and Joey Badass, so like, me were really unexpected on an album with like you know someone like West Side Gun, but I I feel like that was worked mm-hmm. really well. So yeah, this album it was I don't know I honestly thought this was gonna be like been higher on my list, but it was hard from here. So that's my number four. Nice. Um, my number four, mm-hmm. Eternal a Take, Little Uzi. Oh wait, Little Uzi Vert. Um. <laughs> Just uh yeah, a lot of bangers. Little Uzi, um for a while just like took a break from music. I don't know why. He said he was like retiring. And then 2020 comes around and he just dropped a terminal to take. And there were just like a plethora of like some of the best songs of the year on it. Um, like just a bunch of bangers. I really, really like Lil Uzi. I really liked a lot of the production. I liked a lot of the songs. He did a great job. That's all that needs to be said about that album. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. My number four was uh, Sin Miedo. So, you know, like you guys have <laughs> definitely uh, <laughs> said both things about that. Um, <laughs> it was, again, like, super dreamy. I love, I, I, I know a lot of people had some, like, you know, some gripes or whatever that it's in Spanish. I love that it was mostly in Spanish. Like, oh, yeah, Spanish, I forgot to say Singing that. in Spanish, right. especially singing like that. It's just so, it just makes everything sound so much more beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Why would anyone have a gripe with that? That's so sexy. Yeah. And she interlaced like a little bit of English in there, um, <laughs> you know, spice it up a little bit. Uh, it was great. And, and also, I also want to talk yeah. about features too. I thought all the features, even Party Next Door, like, I don't really like Party Next Door like at all. Like, I just don't care for him at all. Um, but I was like, you know what? He's actually pretty nice on this song. Like, I like, like, I, Dude, I sometimes his features hit. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, you know what? I, yeah, he made me raise an eyebrow, so you know, I'm <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, yeah, it was fire. Um, some of my, and also, I kind of like how she kind of had some of like you know, traditional ish Spanish songs, um, mm. like in mm-hmm. uh, like in KTPD, um, it's like kind of slower, it has like that, like you know, slow Spanish, like singing, like a ballad kind of thing, um. And so it was a nice little, and, and again, it was super short. It was like less than two minutes, but I, I like, it's like, it felt super, it's a really rich album, you know, like I feel like I got so much out of it, even though it's only like 35 minutes. Um, 
but yeah, my favorites, uh, Aki Mondo, Fire, Telepatia, Insane Vibe, uh, <laughs> No Eras 2, another Insane Vibe, uh, La Luz, parentheses, Fiend, mm. <laughs> huge vibes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's my, that's my stellar review. It's just vibes and bangers. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, so honestly, like as we've gone through this, my number four, I've like been rethinking it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of think like it's not, this is not the like proper placement for it. I do think it deserves to be on my list somewhere. But in thinking about it, was um my my choice was um Trash Island by I think um, that didn't come out in twenty twenty. To be honest. That really? Well, it came out at like the tail end of 2019, so like it wouldn't have been um, like included in a. In well, a... we're we're gonna talk about like a Spotify fiscal year, so yeah. it, it starts in uh, December yeah. and goes to next December. Okay. Okay. Well then. <laughs> oh. Trash well, Island it does not count then. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just count if that's the case, then it doesn't count. Um. Oh, yeah. Cool. I mean, I think like I think a proper a good um replacement for it could be um the young lean album that dan was talking about yeah and i think like uh, one of the reasons why i was like rethinking the placement of trash island in the first place is because like to me it kind of reads as like a watered down um something that blade white might do yeah um because it's like all of their visions together it's still really good yeah (laughs) um but like i think um like 333 is a more personalized like artistic vision so to talk a little bit about like the um the young lean album and like that's the Young Lean album is definitely like I think Young Lean has a distinct vibe um, apart from uh, yeah. like the stuff that Drain Gang are doing, but it's not like super dissimilar. And I think like it's it's like obviously they've crossed over a lot in the past. Yeah, um, and it's like really impressive to see how they not only that they like are continuing to sort of develop their own sounds independently, but also like that all of them are doing it in a cool way. <laughs> well, like, yeah, um, e, Prox, like E by Echo 2K. Like Prox by Echo 2K, cool, right. Proxide's one of the coolest songs I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, um, Echo 2K <laughs> is, is really cool. Um, <laughs> uh, but Young Lean, like, yeah, definitely. He has, like, a, a more, I guess, catchy kind of vibe on Stars. Um, but it's still it's still very weird, It's and it's not... Um, weird, poppy kind of yeah yeah and obviously dan already talked about it so i will i will restrict my comments to that i would say um definitely listen to yayo uh, acid at 7-eleven is awesome yeah, yeah. Um, i really like stars featuring ariel pink oh um, ariel pink yeah ariel Pink's yeah awesome. <laughs> um yeah really cool album yeah love it love that album i have some things to be listening to after this session <laughs> yeah. say. but yeah <laughs> number three. Oh, no technical <laughs> difficulty <laughs> so sorry about that. Um, I don't know why I left, but I did leave. Um, <laughs> I got a lot of things to listen to. Leaves. Right <laughs> now, I don't know what happened. Okay, so my number or number three, right? Okay, um, my number three was Miles by Blue and Exile. Um, yeah, really amazing album. Honestly, um, I feel like it was just, it was like pretty, it was a 20 songs, right? But all fucking bangers, every single song. <laughs> so I feel like that's really hard to do. Um, yeah. And it was just, uh, I feel like the two artists together, like they're really soulful, jazzy, you know, 
um, complex together. So it was really, it was beautiful, I think. Um, and then of course it had like really great lyrics, like talking a, a lot about some like current issues. So yeah, that was really high on my list and really weird album art like i don't know i'm getting like i get really creeped out by the album art but <laughs> do not let that deter you so <laughs> yeah sorry would not recommend yeah so i think i think for the sake of time because i we're coming up on like the hour 30 mark here i think pretty soon. damn are we we have a little yeah. bit of time i think it's like an hour 15 right now i think Sent uh, more sense if we just kind of condensed our top three and did a go around. So if you go three, yeah. two, one, right. I don't know if, if you want to go like that. Yeah, so that could work. Sophia, you want to share one? Sure. Okay. Um, so number two was Circles by Mac Miller. Um, I feel like I'll probably let Dan explain this one because I think that we'll have similar um, perceptions on it, like about his okay. growth and. I mean, just just a beautiful album. I feel like I went back to it time and time again and like got something different from it every time. So yeah, really enjoyed that album. Um, and then number one for me was Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs. Um, really hard album. <laughs> the Alchemist and Freddie Gibbs are an insane duo. So like Dan mentioned before, um i don't yeah there was no way they weren't gonna like blow this out of the park and they did and i don't know freddie gibbs just makes me feel like a real badass listening to him so it's yeah. the best <laughs> in the world <laughs> like i just feed off his energy and it's amazing so yeah that was my top three what about you dan so my top three number three life of here for deluxe by pierre bourne um, Sick. Oh, I forgot about that. It's <laughs> 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 oh, one of my favorite, most underrated artists, I think, out like just currently. Um, Life of Pierre 4 dropped in 2019, but he dropped a deluxe which album, which included pretty much just the regular Life of Pierre 4, but also like a whole another album essentially in terms of songs and they were all just really fantastic. Like I have no I have no other way to put it. Like he the way he writes songs and makes his beats and just like performs it's so simple yet so like um perfect. I don't know. It's just so interesting. Like he's no amazing songwriter by any stretch of an imagination. But like he knows like he, I think honestly like he could be maybe a better rapper than playboy cardi to be honest like he's just i don't know he just chooses to like write about no. things and say things no maybe not in terms of delivery but like <laughs> yeah yeah don't get me wrong but i i enjoyed this album so so much just because of how he just like chose to go about like crafting all of these songs like every single song is a banger every single one of them and they're all just so interesting and unique in terms of production how he like rapped over them how he, he's a good pretty decent singer to be honest as well he flows great it's a good album number two how i'm feeling now charlie xcx um fantastic hell yeah fantastic project by charlie xcx um you know pretty much one of those albums that came out during the quarantine because of the quarantine and like she, you know, had a very 
just uh she just has a super unique approach on pop music right now and i think it's super cool her her work and obviously 100 gex are like super neat and like they're kind of shaping like the future of pop i think for a lot of people (laughs) and like yeah i don't know it's just a fantastic album um there's not really much more needs to be said if you've listened to it if you haven't listened to it i would recommend you listen to it because it's just super it's like cool futuristic interesting sounds production sick that's all i gotta say Number one, yeah, the album that I enjoyed the most in 2020, the album that I came back to a ton, uh, is Circles by Mac Miller. Um, and uh, the thing about Circles to me is that while it's not my favorite Mac Miller project, um, it's probably his most complete project. Um, he, again, it's a posthumous album, so um, there's going to be no more, probably, Mac Miller. And it feels like this is a perfect ending point i didn't want it to be the ending point for mac miller but it but if there's the ending point like this is this is what it deserves to be you know what i mean the contrast between this album and you know the style on swimming it just seemed like it felt like you know the whole concept of swimming in circles it really felt like this is like the natural ending to where he was like kind of um building up with swimming and you know uh there's a lot of uh, every single song is just super well thought out, beautifully composed. The album's beautiful. Like that's my number. If there was one word to describe the album, it's just beautiful. I grew up listening to Mac Miller, you know, every you know, um, since like middle school or whatever. So I again, this is someone who I've I've watched them. I've listened to every single album, every single project. Um, I've watched him really just evolve into this artist, and um, it's just super unique. It's a perfectly contemplative album. Um, there's so many interesting choices. And production so many interesting um ideas for songs just a great album i really really loved it and uh that's why it's my number one nice yeah i feel like i just wanted to say like i agree that this was like a perfect ending i don't know i feel like a lot of closure when i listened to the album so i mean i know that there was like a lot more to come but this was just like such a like a high note for you know yeah yeah exactly so um, really, yeah, really solid. Yeah, joy. I mean, it's just a beautiful. Again, like he had a lot of pain, a lot of dark times, and this album just felt like the beautiful conclusion. That like, you know, the fact that you know he's gone now. It's like he, while he didn't obviously want to go, there was no, there's no evidence of that. It's like um that you know he found peace and he found beauty in life, and like this, yeah. this is what he was saying. So it was just really cool. Yeah, definitely a beautiful album. I agree. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great way to put it. So uh, good segue. Circles was my number three album. Um, right. You know, Dad summarized it pretty well. Um, I guess to add on a few things, I think another thing that jumped out, it was a very peaceful album in a way, you know, yeah. that kind of added to its beauty. I remember like in actually when that time came out, I was taking a lot of walks and man, it is such a good walking album. Like, yeah. Really? Just, like, like I'm just like just walking at night listening listening to you know Mac Miller, and you're just you just like think about everything, you know. It's so yeah. it's so great. Um, yeah. and oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think really really solid. That sounds like know. a vibe. Like I want to do that right now, dude. It's yeah. Yeah, just, dude, just get some good headphones. Just walk around, you know, yeah. hands in your pocket, stare at the ground, listen to some Mac Miller. Yeah. No, <laughs> too cold i honestly think a drive would be really nice too <laughs> I was in january man you know like i yeah. cold, but cold you know and like 
it 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 makes you stronger. (laughs) The the, the cold never bothered me anyway. So, (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, with the, I, I also I think the um I really like the the two songs in the deluxe edition as well. And I think if my one gripe I think that I have with Circles is that I wasn't a fan of maybe the last two songs um okay. as much i thought uh they weren't as strong as kind of the meat of it so actually i i, th- I think if you take the two songs from the deluxe and replace them with the last two songs to me that would be like the most yeah. complete uh version um i don't i mean i think the the very last song uh i forget the name of it um i think it was solid but surf i wasn't uh wasn't a huge fan of surf um i liked surf a lot when i first listened to it and i think yeah. at, over time maybe um maybe yeah, maybe it'll, maybe it'll grow on me yeah uh maybe in a year it'll be like you know it's, it's one of those things where like you might like hate it at first and then it becomes like your favorite song sort of thing so yeah um my special uh special shout outs on circle um the woods um you know everybody um and also i think my favorite is that's on me that uh it's just so man that song is just so it's it's it feels like it's like he's just giving me a nice warm hug you know <laughs> Like, yes. <laughs> and it's it's and it's like it has this like really simple kind of guitar and like beat it's like kind of like folk and kind of you know a little bit indie but it's like it's so warm it. yeah it's so yeah. like it's such a warm and like comforting song like it's it's amazing um yeah so yeah circles is great uh don't need to don't need to go on about that um my number two was uh apocalypse wow by Huron john um and Ooh. he is um he kind of does like an alt indie uh genre i guess and this album uh pretty short it's like 10 tracks or nine tracks like 30 minutes um but i think his description that i saw really summarizes it the best and he said it's like this is this album is for the kids who are like sitting alone at the lunch table like it's for that and it's like and as soon as he said that i was like that's the exact vibe i feel when i listen to this album it's like it's like nostalgic and kind of quirky and weird like it has you know like how like how the last time i was has these like really weird specific lyrics like there's really almost like you know trivial like you know um you know gen x kind of like problems but in such a way that it's like it feels so relatable and nostalgic that like i love it you know mm-hmm. That's um, yeah and so he's yeah. um yeah so definitely definitely check him out uh it's just a just a really nice comforting um chill vibe i think if you like circles you know you would like apocalypse wow um Probably. that's what i would say um and uh my number one um is is no pressure and it was funny when when i was making this list i didn't wow. think it would be my number one um and i think and i think for me it's like a bit it's kind of more of this i think the story behind it and maybe the person yeah. behind it as like a fan because i'm like it is a good album but i was like you know i don't know if it's above circles it's above apocalypse wow um but i think when i was listening to it um i think all the different vibes that he was doing i think was it, they did kind of hit more than i thought it would actually even the even some of the, you know, the inspirational stuff that like sometimes like, ah, it's kind of cheesy. Like when I was listening to it and like, you know, doing work, I'm like, oh, you know what? This is like, this is like, I like this more than I expected to when I re-listen. Um, and I think, yeah, just the story of like, you know, it's just, it's just really nice when like, here's this guy who got me into rap and then he was making, he was making some great albums. And then he kind of had this like, you know, weird dip that basically he just kind of sucked for a while which it sucks when it's like, here's this guy I really liked. And then he just making all these albums that like suck. Um, so it's really glad that this kind of, I guess the story of him, he just comes back around and makes like a good project that, yeah. you know, it's like we're saying it is, I really feel like he did come into his own style 
you know, he's not like, you know, making all these like cringe bars, he's not like recycling bars. Like, you know, he's like, he's like rapping at a high level. He's a lot of different flows, a lot of different, you know, voices, uh, great, great production. Um, you know, it's just, it's just really nice as a fan where it's like, and I guess it's a similar thing to Mac Miller where it's like, you get that circles. is like, this is a great closure and a great ending point, you know, for Mac if it had to end. Right. And that's how I feel for logic with this. So I'm like, you know what, maybe he doesn't retire. Maybe there's a fake retirement, like every other rapper, you know, who knows? Um, but I'm glad that he ended on a strong note. Um, and that, you know, where it's like, this is the thing that, yeah, it'll be like, yeah, he made some bad albums, but he ended on a strong note. And that's mm-hmm. that narrative that'll, that'll carry, um, yeah. With that. Yeah. So my, um, I think some of my favorite songs from this is, uh, man, I is, I think it's probably my favorite because that, he has this like crazy sample by like I think that Eric Badu also uses this sample with just like these crazy drums and crazy horns. And it was like as soon as I hit that heard that song, I'm like, this is like the chillest vibe that knocks so hard. Um and I, and I, just, I, I love I love that vibe. It's just like it's just like laid back. It's like a laid back vibe while you're like driving in a way that just has this like nice rhythm and nice, nice drum to it. So um that's a great song. Uh five hooks also great. Um and uh yeah that's uh it's mostly what i gotta say nice um okay well um my number three album is an album that i've actually talked about on the podcast before um i can't remember like why i was talking about this album but i like (laughs) described this i i just remember that i'm like positive that i described this album very like very deeply (laughs) um it's it's flamboyant by dorian electra um yes and uh <laughs> it's it's a high yeah i did i did i know i did <laughs> uh, yeah and basically i'll i'll just do the short version <laughs> um it's a very um it's a hyper pop album it's very um it's very narcissistic like it's it's really um dorian kind of just is unapologetic about who they are um and kind of representing themselves in in you know as a as a gender fluid person um, in a sexual way and in, in just like a super unapologetic way, both like vocally, but also sonically, like the music is like, it's very like raw, but also very meticulous um, and very unpredictable, uh, very in your face and very explosive. Um, basically I would recommend that you at least listen to the title track flamboyant um, just to get an idea <laughs> of what they're doing on that, on that album. Um, and uh, if you like that, then you'll probably like the rest of the album. Um, also if you like, you know, similar artists, like if you like Charlie XCX or, um, some of those other hyper pop acts, like you'll probably like Dorian Electra. Um, next up is number two. I had uh, fleet Fox's shore, um, which is, Ooh. I'm very happy that I was able to put that album on my list because, um, like I would say every time fleet foxes drops an album, it, it makes my top 10. Um, and you know, the last album they put out and they had like a long hiatus after um, between like not their previous album, but the one before that. So they like were gone for a while then they dropped an album and then this year they dropped another one. And this album is in a lot of ways, I read it as like a counter piece or like a partner piece to their previous album, um, except for it's kind of like a friendlier version, like a warmer version, a bit of a sunnier version. And like, you know, I, re- I was reading some of the stuff that Robin Pecknell, the lead singer of the band, was talking about um, when he described the album. And basically, like, this album is very influenced by the coronavirus pandemic and how he kind of felt like um, 
you know, he wanted to make, he like, he was, he was writing these like sad lyrics and he kept thinking to himself, like, I feel like the world doesn't need sadness right now. And like, m- there's more important things happening in the world than just music. Um, and so he wanted to make an album that was kind of just like celebratory of music itself. Um, and so he, you know, he lyrically shouts out a lot of kind of classic musical acts. Um, and, you know, also sonically, he does that as well. And it's it's just like a really beachy, sunny, like super optimistic album. It's like, um, you know, I was immediately reminded of it when Rujul was talking about um, like how that Mac Miller track felt like a warm hug. Like this whole album feels like a warm hug. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very comforting and it's very uh, it's very peaceful. Um, and then my number one album is uh, Charlie XCX, How I'm Feeling Now, um, which is funny because like, you know, comparatively to Fleet Fox's Shore, like How I'm Feeling Now is obviously also a reflection of the coronavirus pandemic. Um, and like she kind of expresses a lot of like um, cabin fever <laughs> on that album. Like she's very frustrated and jittery. And um, I mean, first of all, I just like really mess with the um, a lot of the production and the melodies that she was able to put together on that album. I think it just like sounds really crispy and really, really good. Um, but also like that kind of those feelings that she was expressing on the album, like resonated with me very deeply. Um, when I heard it, because like, you know, we were all kind of in quarantine and, you know, kind of going stir crazy. And that album really, you know, um, did a a really good job of expressing that, that sort of sentiment. And so, um, Mm. and like, you know, as soon as I heard it, I was like, this is sick. (laughs) Um, so Yeah. Um, and you can always count on a hyperpop album, especially a Charlie XCX album, to be like very unpredictable. Um, yeah, which is probably like the thing that keeps me coming back to hyperpop is when it's unpredictable. Um, and uh, yeah, that's my hmm. favorite album of the year. Nice, <laughs> nice. We respect um, it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, we went on for so long. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> These are. Uh, it's, well, it's the end of the year wrap up. You know, Rye Hat wrapped. Episode. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, extra, extra long for our fans cuz also, you know, we're not uh not going every week uh as you guys might know. So, you know, longer episodes <laughs> to kind of make up for that. Um yeah. Yeah, like what well, I guess I'll thank everyone for coming on, sharing sharing your top 10. If you guys made it this far, which I feel like 95% of people have not, but if you have, <laughs> um hopefully check out all these album wrecks cuz I think, you know, we not There's only whole fire album, wrecks here. Yeah, I, and I feel like we we have covered. I mean, there's obviously you know a lot of there's some common ground, right? You know, we I think we all had circles in there. Um, I think most of us had Caliuchus in there, um, especially a lot of overlap in our album mentions too. Uh, but I think a good amount of variety, you know, um, oh, yeah. from, yeah. you know, from hyper pop to like new age drain gang, you know, to some classic rap to you know just you know, more mainstream pop like yeah. indie, like you know a bun- bunch of stuff. So you know, hopefully, um, yeah. you know, you guys have a lot of wrecks that you can check out and uh, find some stuff you like. I want to say one more thing for the dedicated listeners. It's very important. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, Dan and I have a new track coming out this weekend. It's called yeah, Name Brand. Yeah. Go stream that shit. It's fire. I'll put that at the beginning. Yeah, we probably should have put that at the beginning. Okay, <laughs> we can put that at the beginning. I'll put that at the beginning. <laughs> we also, I realized right, well, we didn't even introduce ourselves. <laughs> People we just know who we are. Yeah, they should know. Well, yeah, like, with me, guys, I have uh, Shiro, Clark, and Josh. <laughs>
Damn. Okay. I did Josh yeah. just get Josh? Sorry, we have Furious Revenge, Dan, and Sophia. What? <laughs> <laughs> there could there could only be two. No more, no yeah. less. <laughs> I hey. Good job. Cool. Well, um, I guess well, you know, I hope you guys have well, I guess I'll I'll say this. I feel like you know, we're talking we're talking about this, you know, 2020. Um wasn't I think the highest year for albums for some of us. I don't know if it's for all of us, but definitely for me. And I know Clark because we're talking about it. Um, yeah, me but, too. You know, I agree. Yeah, and also Josh. I don't yeah. know about again, okay, also for Sophia. Okay, so yeah, wasn't the highest uh, highest year. Um, you know, but hopefully 2020 will have some uh, some big releases. I feel like hope, I mean I don't know how COVID's gonna go. It could go completely south, especially if you live in the U.S. like us, which it probably will. Um, but hopefully, you know, uh, it'll it'll be better, and we'll have some more fire stuff uh, for 2021. So thank uh, I want to thank all the Rye Hat listeners for listening this far. I can't believe I think we started started this like six months ago. So pretty cool that yeah. it's actually been going for six months, and uh, I just don't totally didn't die off. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. Um, and we'll see you. In, Festivus. Uh, we'll see you in a, in a roughly same feeling 2021. Yeah. Yo.